I think he's going to shit the bed more than he hits a home run. I agree. I think he's have shit stained pants swinging for the fences. Right? Yeah. Man, what the fuck? That's just wasting time right there. You got to take a shit. Take a pick. Send it to this guy, man, and we'll uh, get that team mic on going. Yeah. And this one we kind of hit on the other day with Jeremy. Audio was a little messed up, so I'll go over here. Thank God I didn't pick up any herpes and all like that. Knock on wood, because that shit can creep up out here. Welcome to The Flex. Now broadcasting from the Fantasy Sports Studios. Here are your hosts of the flagship podcast, Chris Jakes and Jeff Kelly. Welcome to the Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. Chris Jakes, Jeff Kelly, no big worm, no problem. Jeff, how you doing? Doing awesome. How you doing? Good, man. It's been a minute since I've seen you, man. It's like you're on vacation like every month. Part of life. Part of the good life, I guess. Yep. All right, we got part two of week two's Division and Vision, hitting on the NFC South. But real quick, we'll uh, give Jeff's take on these uh, five bull predictions here. We'll recap a couple things from yesterday. What are your five bull predictions for the AFC South teams for 2018? Fire up the prediction machine. Five bold predictions. AFC South predictions. I would say um, one of my bold predictions is uh, Leonard Fournette will be the number one RB this year. I'm going to go with Deshaun Watson and DeAndre Hopkins top three in their position. That's one bold prediction together. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say Derrick Henry is a top 12 PPR back this year, even with Deion Lewis there. With the Colts, I'm going to say Andrew Luck will finish out of the top 10. Finish outside the top 10? Outside the top 10 and will not start all 16 games, which I think is pretty easy. I think he'll start around 12 to 13 games. This is going to play preseason week one. Yeah. Still got to see something. Remember last year how I hit it right? When I said people were talking about Luck, I was like, you got to see him throw a football before I draft him. Here's some trivia for you, Andrew Luck. Who was president last time Andrew Luck uh, played football? <laughs> Barack. That's right, man. Obama's still in office. I got five bowl predictions real quick for the AFC South. One, Andrew Luck will be a top six fantasy quarterback. Deontay Foreman will be a top 20 fantasy running back. T.Y. Hilton will finish as a top seven fantasy wide receiver. I think Corey Grant for the Jags will average more than 10.5 fantasy points a game for the entire season. And I'm going to say Jordan Wilkins will be the feature back in Indy. Jordan Wilkins? That's kind of wishful thinking. But it's been good reports, though. Why? You drafted him in the Dynasty League? Dynasty League, that's nice. Of course. Third third round, I think. Just recapping on a couple things real quick. So, Jimmy Garoppolo was seen dating that 41-year-old porn star, Kiara Mia. Two-part question here real quick. Wanted to get your take on this, man. So, um, which porn star would you date, bang, if given the opportunity? Because a damn sure, for me, a damn sure wouldn't be her, man. It's kind of rough. You got that cottage cheese ass, you know, little little craters. Who are we talking about? What girls? This 41-year-old porn star, Kiara Mia. I didn't even know any porn stars. Oh, you, you missed all that when you were out of town? Yeah. I didn't really watch uh, Kiara Me- who? Kiara Me. I'd never heard of her until this this thing came out. I don't know. I'm trying to look her up real quick. I don't know. Probably none. I'm just going to go with none. All right. Quite I don't know porn stars like you do. 
I don't know many, but I know I know of one that I had on my list here. All right, so who in your youth did you want to bang out that you would still bang out today? Britney Spears. Damn, that's good, man. Same shit Jeremy brought up yesterday. And I didn't even think about that. I didn't even come to mind. I was like, fuck, man, that's it. That's got to be it. And yeah, yeah, I'm right there with you, man. Time for Who Am I? All right, who am I? I averaged 122 yards rushing and 20.7 fantasy points a game through the first half of 2017, but only averaged just 63 yards and 11.7 fantasy points per game in PPR leagues the second half of the season. Who am I? How many in the first four? First half of the season, he averaged 20.7 fantasy points per game, 122 yards rushing. Second half of 2017, averaged I would say Kareem Hunt. No, that's a good guess. But uh, Leonard Fournette, just three touchdowns in the second half of the season last year. Damn, that's some rough games. Yeah. All right, one more here for you. Over the past five seasons, I averaged 3,430 passing yards. Pretty shitty. 23 and a half touchdown passes and 13 picks per season. Some believe I can be an elite fantasy quarterback. Others, not so sure. Who am I? Alex Smith. Sounds like Alex Smith, right? Yeah. That's Cam Newton. Oh, wow. Yeah. We know how Cam is up year, down year, up year, down year. Career year last year. 754 yards rushing, man. That's what saved his ass in fantasy. But yeah, just 3,430 yards passing per season. Shitty numbers overall for a quarterback. He had that one really big year, his MVP year, Super Bowl year, but man, looking rough. Oh, since you're a Dolphins fan too, Matt, get your take on this one. Tony Sperano passed away this past Sunday. How are you going to remember Tony Sperano? Tony Serrano? Tony Sperano, yeah. Yeah, Tony Sperano. I don't know. He sucked as a coach. He was the head coach. Last time y'all won a title, a division title. Give me a break. Came up with the Wildcat. I don't know if he came with the Wildcat or Ronnie Brown came with the Wildcat. No, actually, he did not come up with the Wildcat. It was an offense coordinator who said they did ran this in college with Ronnie Brown. That's why they started playing that. Well, he was the head coach during that. Uh, I remember him coaching for a couple of years, like every other coach we've had for the past 20 years. Yeah, true. He's just one of the many that have come through Miami. Yeah. Division Envision New Orleans Saints. Burning questions like Ron Mexico at the health clinic. Oh, herpes. All right, New Orleans Saints. Five questions here. One, number one, will Drew Brees have a bounce back fantasy season in 2018? Last year was QB9. I say yes. And he still did good. He still had numbers, good numbers. Yeah, his numbers are okay. They're okay. I don't think he's going to bounce back, man. I think he's just too old to come back from that. Last year's numbers are kind of where he's going to be at going forward. All right, next one here. What are your projections for Alvin Kamara in 2018? Over under? What are we doing? So what do you, how do you project him out? Maybe we think he's going to be RB, uh, RB1. Or do you think he'd be number one overall? Among oh, no, players? no, RB. No, he's an RB1. Well, yeah, he's definitely an RB1. Oh, I think he's a top five. Yeah, I think he might be number three. I just got to see how they implement Ingram when he comes back. But if he blows up and just takes away, he might just put Ingram to the back of the bench. Yeah, I don't think he's going to go insane. I think he's, I mean, I think he was, he's going to put some damn good numbers. I think I'm going to guess like 220 carries, uh, a little over 1,100 yards, maybe 1,150 yards, eight touchdowns, 75 catches, 700 yards, somewhere around there. Six oh, I think he goes over the numbers he had last year with his touches. The yards per touch was ridiculous. I don't yeah. think he achieves that again this year. Yeah, same here. I don't think so either. I think he could be close to 1,800 yards. About total? 12 TDs, yeah. Yeah, that's what I got him out. 18, I got him 1,800 yards total and uh, 14 touchdowns total. All right, next one. Will Michael Thomas finish as a top five fantasy wide receiver? No. 
Yeah, I'm going to say just outside. I think I think it'll be top seven, right around number seven or so. Not with um, Cam Meredith and all those guys. Yeah, Camara, I think Cam Meredith's going to help him actually have more touchdowns. I think it'll help him because what Thomas had three touchdowns last year. I think if uh, five, I think I, I don't sure. know, but I think he gets more touchdowns this year. Oh, I think he does. I think he does. I think Cam Meredith does help him in those situations. But I also think Cam Meredith's going to take a lot of targets away from a passing offense that's kind of a big receiver decline. Team. Yeah. What will Mark Ingram rank when he returns from suspension? So from week, technically week six going forward, because Saints have a bye in week five. How would you project him week six on RB2, RB3? I would put him RB1. No. I'm going to say low RB2, RB3. Yeah, I'm going to be right around there too, man. Would you draft him still? No he's going to be out the first five weeks. If you're around 10 or 11 and 12 and he's there, I don't see why I wouldn't take him because the upside is huge compared to any of those guys right there. But I'm not going to probably draft him, though. If I go zero RB somehow, like if I don't land a running back, I'd, I'd take him in the seventh round just to have that guy. But it's a little risky, though. Will the Saints finish in the top 10 in fantasy points per game on defense? Top 10? Top 10 defense this year. I'm going to say yeah. Because I think that rookie's just only going to get better. And I think after last year in that playoff game, I think oh, he yeah. has a chip on his shoulder. Safety. Huge. Yeah, or the safety. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was... I would say yeah. Yeah, I think they're going to be right around I think they're the bottom half of the top 10 defenses. Over, under. Ben Watson, six and a half touchdowns this year. Over. I have him at seven. I have him at six. I'm going to say under, just by half. Uh, next one, Cam Meredith, 650 yards, seven touchdowns over under. I'm going to say over on the yards, right there on the right on the touchdown seven push. I'm going to say over on the yards. I'm going to say under on the touchdowns. I'm going to say like 806. Next one, Mark Ingram, 550 yards, rushing, six touchdowns. Oh, I'm going to go over and over. Over and over? I think he gets about 750 yeah. rushing. It's about 80 yards a game. I'm going to go under on that one. I think this touchdowns, I think six is probably a good number. I'll push on that. I think he's going to be uh, running around 500 yards total, man, rushing. I think he's going to go 808. All right. Next one, 4,500 yards, 30 touchdowns for Drew Brees. I'm going to say over and over. I'm going under and under. I'm going to say like 4,200 yards. I think he's going to hit that 5,000-yard mark again. What the fuck is that? Are you hot? Think so? Yeah. I think it depends on how Kamara does on the ground the first four weeks. Because I don't think they're going to need to throw it as much, especially with the, with the defense getting better. I think with them bringing Cam Meredith in, obviously they have a plan for him too, to throw. Yeah. Yeah, they did bring him for a reason because Ted Ginn played pretty well last year. Speaking of Ted Ginn, over under wide receiver three for Ted Ginn this year. Push. I'm not going to draft him or play him. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. I don't think he's going to be. I don't Maybe think if I'm going to buy crunch, if I'm going to buy crunch, he's out there possibility, but I think it'll be a good daily play once in a while. But not uh, the right matchup. Yeah. I, I don't think he's going to be a consistent wide receiver three, though. I just put Breeze up there because I feel like with his three division games or six division games, four of those might be shootouts. Four to five would be a shootout game. So that's why he, he'll get up there and the Bucks defense sucks. Yeah, they do. Panthers are on decline defense. And the yeah. Falcons defense was not as good as it once was either. No, it's not. So it's those games can be those games can be shootouts if the Saints struggle on defense some games with those guys. Carolina Panthers. 
bed shitters. <laughs> and home run hitters. I want to throw out a name, and you tell me if they're home run hitter or bed shitter for fantasy in 2018. Cam Newton. Home run hitter. I'm going with shit in the bed on this one. It's I don't know. Another year. But I think with the new coordinator coming in, I do not think he is going to run as much. That's so why I think it's going to hurt him. I think he's in more pass. They're going to focus more on the pass for him. I think inside the goal line, he still gets his carries there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to go bed shitter. I don't think he's going to be a top 10 quarterback this year. Fantasy. I think he finishes eight. You think he finishes eight? Yeah. How about DJ Moore? Home run hitter. I agree. CJ Anderson. I'm going to say bed shitter. Even though I haven't been dying to say I hope he does, but I just don't know, man. I'll I'll say bunt singles. I'll say he's going to be a bunt singles hitter, man. You say home run hitter or bed shitter. <laughs> That's what you said. Yeah, no, I know. I think he'll shit the bed overall, man. I don't think he's going to be... I think he'll be a, an RB3. I don't think he's going to be like yeah, elite. No, nah, I can I can play him on my flex, I think. Oh, yeah, I think so. I think he'll get a, close to 1,000 yards on the ground and six touchdowns. I can see that easy. How about uh, Christian McCaffrey? PPR, home run hitter. Agreed. Torrey Smith? Bed shitter. Absolutely. Curtis Samuel? Bed shitter. Yeah, he's going to be on my shit list for now, but I'm uh, it's a guy I want to see. Devin Funchess? I think he's going to shit the bed more than he hits a home run. I agree. I think he's going to have shit-stained pants swinging for the fences. Yeah. I agree. Greg Olson. Home run hitter. I agree. Even though he's been around for a while, he's an old dude. But that guy yeah, don't yeah. drop the I ball. Agree. And he gets, no, he, his, he gets his, that's his safety blanket, camp safety blanket. Yeah, he's like, uh, he's like Larry Fitzgerald, the tight ends, man. He just catches just think if 90 Olson, balls a year. Olson, Olson was healthy all year. How much better that would help McCaffrey and probably Curtis Samuel and Funches. Yeah. yeah. True or false? Uh, okay. Well, we already know the answer to this one, but Cam Newton will be a top five fantasy quarterback. False. I agree. False. Number two, CJ Anderson will rush for a thousand yards. False. I think I'm going to say true on that. I'm going to have him about right there. I have him at 850, 950, about six TDs. The Broncos had a shit offensive line last year, and he still got over a thousand yards rushing, only three yeah. touchdowns. I think he could do it in Carolina. I, think I just Cam get worried. Like, he's like a little meatball, but. Sometimes he just gets these weird injuries. Remember he broke his foot on just a weird random run last year? Yeah. He yeah. started off hot. We'll see. I just get worried because McCaffrey gets a lot of those touches now too. Yeah, he does. So we'll have to wait and see. How about this one? Devin Funches will lead the Panthers in receptions, yardage, and touchdowns. Receptions, yes. Touchdowns and yards, no. Uh, I'm going to go no across the board. I think Greg Olson is going to lead in receptions. I didn't think about that. I just you know what? I think Olson is going to lead across the board. I was, I was just thinking about receivers and catches, mm-hmm. not Kellen Olson. You know, DJ Moore could lead in yardage. I think DJ Moore leads in yardage yeah. and touchdowns, long touchdowns, because Cam likes to throw that deep ball. Yeah, and Torrey Smith ain't got it no more. No. That dude just disappeared in San Francisco. DJ Moore is big and can run routes, and he's good at that, so... I think that's going to be beneficial for Cam. All right, next one here. Christian McCaffrey will finish better than RB15 in PPR. Yeah. True. 
I want to say false. I think he's going to be 16, 17. What do you think is last year? 12? I think. It was somewhere up top. Yeah. I just think there's so many good new running backs coming in, too. You guys take one now, too. I think Sonny Michelle Darius guys will be up there. I don't know if Michelle's going to be top 15, but I think he's going to be close. DJ Moore will lead all rookie wide receivers in receptions, yards, and touchdowns. If you say this last week, I would have said yes, but this week, I don't know because who knows what Julio Jones is doing. Because if he don't get paid and he doesn't play, well, it came out Calvin Ridley's going to get it. He came out saying that he's going to show up to camp uh, today. Oh, he just today. Yeah, he's actually going to show up today. Oh, well, obviously, I didn't look at anything yesterday or today. But yeah. if that's true, then I would say yes. But if Julio does something dumb, I would say Calvin Ridley. But I think, yeah. Yeah, I think DJ Moore will too. I mean, I don't really buy into this whole Michael Gallup thing. Do you? No. Not saying her. All right, how about Atlanta, Atlanta Falcons? Not with Hearns there. Yeah, I don't think Hearns is all that great either. I think Hearns is okay. But I don't think he's... But I think he leads that team. I think he does too, but I think Des Bryant is better than Alan Hearns. And Alan Hearns, I don't think he's going to put up better numbers than Des Bryant did last year. I don't know. I think Hearns might catch the ball better. He don't drop balls like Des does. Yeah. Shit, Des might be oh, back there. Des, before. In Des might week. be back there this year. Well, Shit's got nowhere else to go right now, yeah. Hmm. Would you take him in New England? No. You know what's pissing me off? Malcolm Mitchell is uh, on the trading block in New England. He just had like a little... And he's got a procedure. knee too. Yeah. Again. You know, Three, guy. Yeah. Well. Atlanta Falcons. The Fantasy Stock Market. Buy. Sell. Hold. All right, Atlanta Falcons, fantasy stock market, buy, sell, hold on this one. Matt Ryan, QB12. Buying, selling, or holding? I'll buy QB12 from him. I'm selling that shit. I don't think he's going to do it. I think he's kind of I think he's going to have a better year this team. year because he shit the bed last year. Yeah, he did. Number two, Devontae Freeman, RB10. I'll buy that. Mm. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Tevin Coleman too. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say he's outside the top ten. He'll be, be top twelve. I think he'll be somewhere between ten and twelve. Uh, Tevin Coleman, RB twenty five. Hmm. Nah. Yeah, I'll buy that. I don't know. Yeah. That's 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 a good. That's a that's a hard one right there because I think he's right. At, yeah, yeah. I think he's right around there. He's gonna be between I think twenty three and twenty seven in that range. So I guess I'll buy it, but I I don't feel comfortable. Yeah, that's where I'm at. I'm, gonna put him on lay- I'm putting him on layaway. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> I ain't paying that shit off, though. Probably not. When it comes to draft day, uh-uh. Uh, number four, Julio Jones. Seven touchdowns. He had 2015, he had eight. 2016, he had six. Last year, he had three. Do you think he gets uh, seven touchdowns this year? Probably not, but I think he eventually has got to get 10. <laughs> I think this might be the year. What the hell happened? His first tiers in the league, 12 touchdowns, 10 touchdowns. It doesn't come close to that shit since. Well, 20. I just, because I think Matt Ryan looked at uh, Taylor Gabriel and uh, Sanu. Body White back then, too. Sanu a lot. Oh, seven. Oh, last year, yeah. Yeah. I think he's going to get seven. I'm going to hold on that one. I think he's going to get, yeah, I think he's going to get around eight or nine. I think Austin Hooper gets up there. Around yeah, eight like or to nine. Get to him soon too. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Calvin Ridley, six hundred fifty yards, six touchdowns. I'm gonna sell because I don't believe he hits. He's not gonna hit both those numbers. 
I'm gonna sell on that too. I'm gonna say 500, five TDs right around there. Player projections. Player projections. More, less, or just right. Matt Ryan, 4,400 yards, 29 touchdowns. More. I'm gonna say it's just right. All right, next one. Julio Jones, 1,300 yards, six touchdowns. So that probably is gonna be right. Yeah, that's close. <laughs> I'm gonna say if we say seven touchdowns, I'm gonna say right on. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Just right, pretty much. I, seven touchdowns, 1,300 yards. I think that could be where he's at. Devontae Freeman, 1,050 yards and eight rushing touchdowns, 450 receiving yards, four receiving touchdowns. Oh. I don't like the four receiving touchdowns, but I think that's about right on. I'm going to give him three receiving touchdowns. I'm going to go I'm gonna go just a little less. I think he's going to be under 1,000 yards rushing. Well, I guess I should say less because I think he gets less touchdowns. You're right. Yeah, I'm going to say less on that one. Uh, next one, Muhammad Sanu, 50 catches, 650 yards, five touchdowns. That sounds about correct. Yeah, I kind of like that one too. Austin Hooper, 50 catches, 550 yards, five touchdowns. I'm going to say more because I think he might get more. Catches and yards in that. I'm going to say more across the board. I'm going to say just right across the board. I think that's kind of where he's going to be. I like him this year. I do too. He's only he's a young dude. Young dude too, like 24 years old now. He's a true athlete. He looked really good two years ago. And then last year, he had that one good week in week two, and that was it. Don't be uh, surprised if that guy jumps in the top eight tight ends this year. Damn, I don't know about that. For. There's a lot of good tight ends this year. Well, you know what? I said that shit last year too, and it didn't really work out so well. Yeah. I think there's going to be a lot of good tight ends. Antonio Gates coming back, though. Did he finally say they agreed on something? No, not yet, but they're working. He's going to walk in the, the first game. He ain't trying to do to a training camp. Oh, I know he's not. He don't need either. no system learning. He's, yep. <laughs> he's played the Rivers his whole life. Hurt either. <clears throat> played the Rivers his whole life. Right. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Position battles. Starting quarterback while James is suspended. Ryan Fitzpatrick or Ryan Griffin? Fitzpatrick. I agree. I'm going Fitzpatrick. Even though Griffin's the hot name right now, I'm going Fitzpatrick. All right. Ronald Jones or Peyton Barber? Let's, Let's stop one. talking about Peyton Barber. We've been talking about him for four years. How about uh, who's going to be the third down back there? Peyton Barber, Charles Sims, or Jaquiz Rogers? Ronald Jones. <laughs> you think Ronald Jones, all three downs? I think Charles Sims. Unless he starts dropping the ball. He had to drop seeds in college. Yeah. One of those guys are going to get cut. Oh, yeah. I think most I think likely Rodgers. Yeah, I think Rodgers. Rodgers gets yeah. cut. Someone gets Sims hurt. too. He, he's a, he's a Rodgers is going to get cut. Sim gets hurt. He comes back. That's yeah. what his role for the Bucks for the past four years is. At least. Yeah. Remember two years ago, he crushed it. <laughs> Six he did, weeks man. this season. He did. Six weeks, he destroyed it. Dick. Uh, last one here. Starting tight end for the Bucks, Cameron Bray or OJ Howard? Cameron Bray. I think they both start, actually. Who's a better fantasy tight end this year? Cameron Bright. I think I agree with you. I like O.J. Howard, but I'm going to agree with you. Burning questions like Ron Mexico at the health clinic. Oh, herpes. All right, five questions here. What are your projections for Mike Evans in 2018? Oh, my projection? Yeah, catching oh. George. The I'm going to go this year. Kind of hurts that James is out. But I do think he obviously easy to say he's has bounce back year. But I'm going to go 85 catches, 900 yards, 8 TDs. I like it. I'm going to go above 75 catches. 
I'm going to say 1,000 yards. I like the ATDs. I'll, I'll take the ATDs on that one. All right, when Jameis returns from, from suspension, will Jameis be a top 12 QB? Yes. I think he, I think this all, after last year, the kind of disappointment for them guys, mm-hmm. and now this, everything's going on, I think I think this has got to be his turning point or he's going to work his way out of the NFL. I think he's done. I don't think he's going to be top 12 either. I think he's done. I think this is his last year to get some shit going. He's going to be, I think he's going to be a journeyman backup after this year. No. He's Just better. Like he's Ryan better. Tannehill. He's better than ten quarterbacks in the league right now. I don't think he is. I thought maybe he could be the last couple of years. I used to, I liked Jameis a lot when he first came out, man. I thought he was gonna be a really good player. I think he's new, I think he'll be a top twelve to finish out the season. I'll challenge you on that one. Challenge flag. We're talking about from week from week, week four on, yeah. He'll be top twelve from then. The first four weeks are eliminated. Yeah. I'll challenge you on that. I'll take that. Challenge accepted. All right, next one here. Will Ronald Jones be a consistent RB2 the entire season? Yes. I agree. I'm going to um, True. Uh, yeah, I agree. I think it's going yes to true. Think <laughs> Either one. Just five right. questions. I, I think he's going to be uh, a consistent RB2. I think he's going to be more in the low end, though, because I think that Tampa is going to be behind in a lot of games. Second half, they'll be throwing that ball. They ain't going to be running anymore. It's going to be like Joe Mixon last year a little bit. But uh, no, I think he'll be okay. Will Deshaun Jackson have value? In 2018? No. I agree. I'm not touching Deshaun Jackson. Aside from that one breakout year he had when he returned to uh, Philly, the hell has he done, man? Nothing. He's chilling. Yeah. If you get lucky and play him on a daily week or you get lucky and play him in a league, he'll get you a buck fifty and two TDs, but you got to be, that's only three times a year. You got to be lucky. Yeah, he's that guy you just cross your fingers and hope and say a prayer, man, because in, in like if you're getting if you know you're gonna get your ass kicked, you're going up against a guy that's projected to beat you by 30, 40 points, that's a guy you just plug in and play and On just a say Monday night. Hell Mary. Yeah. That's the guy like his stats are always fluffed from the end of the year. Like Julio and those two big games he has. Every yeah. Year. <laughs> you got like eight hundred yards in two games. Yeah. yeah. What do you think about Jackson in, in last year? Eight hundred yards and six TDs. <laughs> that was in three games. Right. Yeah, I hate guys like that. Oh. Uh, all right, last one for this one. Is Peyton Barber worth drafting in redraft leagues? Nope. No reason to draft him. For what? Yeah. What has he done in the past four years? Yeah, no, I, I wouldn't draft him either. What has he had? One good game in four years? Maybe? I don't even know if it was that great. Didn't he have 100-yard rushing game? Did he even have that? Or, or was it total? Yeah, over 100, 100 total yards he got twice, I believe, last year at least, yeah. Over, under. All right, over, under here. 23 passing touchdowns for Jameis Winston when he returns. Ooh. I'm going to... I'll say over. I'll say over, too. 900 rush yards, seven touchdowns for Ronald Jones. Under. For rushing. Uh, I'm going to go... Yeah, I'm going to go under on rushing. Touchdowns, I'm going to push on that one. I think seven's a good number for him. All right, eight touchdowns for Cameron Brait. Yeah, right there. What do you have, nine wonder. last year or eight last year? I can't remember off the top, but yeah, right around there. He's been solid the last two years in touchdowns. Led the league two or tied yeah. the league lead two years ago. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say I'm gonna say just under. I think about seven TDs. I think Adam Humphreys can get more involved. And everybody's high on Chris Godwin, man. What do you make of Chris Godwin real quick? I ain't worried about uh, People have been talking his ass up just yeah. like they did John Brown for the last few years. And uh, this dude's never going to see the field unless somebody goes down. 
Yeah, I'm ahead of him. Not messing with him. Yeah, same here. And on Adam Humphreys, 60 catches over under for Adam Humphreys this year. I think it's about right right there, perfect. I think it's between 55 and 65. Yeah, I'm going to go slightly over. I think around 65 is a good one. NFC South Division Recap Fantasy Locks All right, fantasy locks for the Saints. Who are your fantasy locks for 2018? Just give me the name and QB1, RB1, RB2, RB3, wide receiver 1, 2, 3. For the Saints or the whole division? Yeah, who were the locks? Like guaranteed fantasy. Kamara. Player. Thomas Breeze. I agree. I think Drew, Drew Brees could be one, obviously. Alvin Kamara, RB1, Michael Thomas, wide receiver one. I'm going to go, I'm gonna go Cameron, Cameron Meredith, too, as a uh, wide receiver, too, as a lock for that. Okay. How, about, how about the Panthers? I'm going to say a lock for you is uh, McCaffrey and Cam. I think Cam, yeah, I have to go them, two guys. I'm not going Cam on that. I'm going to go Christian McCaffrey as an RB2, high-end RB2 in PPR. C.J. Anderson, I'm going to say, is a, is a low to mid-level RB3. And Greg Olson, tight end one. I'm not going to put Cam in my list. That yeah, Greg Olson. Great. I forgot about Greg Olson. Yeah. I always forget about that guy. Yeah, he's forgettable. He's always hurt lately. How about the Falcons? You got to say Julio, Freeman. I think Ryan does good this year, too. Those are my two guys, Julio and Freeman. That's it. I think Freeman's going to be a high RB2, low RB1. He's going to be right there, too, like McCaffrey. We're on that, on that cusp. Uh, how about the Bucks? Mike Evans. I agree, Mike Evans. Anybody else? Nope. I think Ronald Jones will be a low end RB two, and I think Cameron Bright. I think he's going to be a. I think it'll be tight end 12, 13, right around there. Bottom, tight end one, tight, high tight end two. Beer goggle picks. I make it. I know you got boiled peanuts in those pants. Do we have sex? Mmm. Man. Yeah, it helps me win. Nice. You're going to regret that in the morning. I immediately regret this decision. What'd you do? Um, you're asshole, I guess. Two are some disappointing guys you're going to regret drafting come draft day. I'll start with the Saints. Um, I think this is Ingram. I agree, Mark Ingram. How about the Panthers? Curtis Samuel. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go uh Cam Newton. Falcons. Calvin Ridley. And Sanu. I'm gonna go Calvin Ridley and Devontae Freeman. I think Freeman with PPR he's fine. Standard leagues though, I wouldn't touch him in standard. Just like caveat. But yeah, you know, I'm gonna agree with you though. Calvin Ridley definitely. Uh how about the Bucks? See, I don't think James gets drafted because he's suspended those games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably not. I, I still think people are going to draft Jackson. So Jackson. Yep. Yep. I got Deshaun Jackson and I got Chris Godwin. And the guy just said on here. I don't think Godwin gets reason. drafted. For some reason, man, dude's always got an ADP. It's like people think he's going to be a fucking flyer. I don't, I don't buy it. Stealth mode. Guys, flying under the radar here. Start with the Saints. Who are some guys on the Saints kind of flying under the radar that nobody's really talking about right now? I think uh, Cameron Meredith is still flying under the radar. Yeah, he is. I think Watson could be too. Yep, I got him on my list too, man. And I also got Boston Scott on there for the first few games. 
Because uh, right now, man, it looks like he's going to be splitting work with Kamara until Ingram gets back. Subject to change, but right now, that's where it stands. Could be flying under there. How about the Panthers? I'm going to say probably probably Funchess because of more. Everybody's up on more a lot. Maybe even CJ a little bit flying under the radar thing, too. Yeah, I want to say CJ Anderson and... Curtis Samuel might be flying under a little bit. I mean, I'm not, I don't have high hopes for him, but it's his second year in the league. Uh, Ron Rivera hasn't traditionally played rookies their first year. I think DJ Moore's gonna be an exception because he was a first round pick. But uh, Curtis Samuel could could do something. Uh, how about the Falcons? Nobody. Hooper. Yeah, Austin Hooper. Yep, that's where I'm going to. How about the Bucks? Uh, no. I think Adam Humphreys, maybe. I think he could be a a, um, yeah, a very late round wide receiver three some week. I don't think it would be consistent three. He just seems he seems like a lot like an Amendola to me. Yeah, he is. Yeah, a little bit like Amendola-ish. Most intriguing player. Give me one player who is the most intriguing for each NFC South team going into the season. How about for the Saints? The guy that you're, you want to see, like you want to see how, it's, how he's going to do it. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I'm going to say Cam Meredith. I want to see how he does with a good quarterback. I'm going to say Boston Scott because Ingram's old. You know, this would be in his ninth year. If Scott runs that's a long, well, that's a long journey. That's a long time one team Ingram nine years and a running back. Yeah. yeah. Um, if Scott runs well, man, I mean Sean Payton and Mark Ingram haven't had the best relationship. That kind of intrigues me a little bit. How about the Panthers? I'm really intrigued to see how C.J. Anderson does. I want to see how D.J. Moore does. How about the Falcons? As a matter of fact, all my guys on this list are rookies, actually. For the Falcons, I do want to see how uh, Ronald Jones... No. <laughs> I don't know why I'm thinking of the Bucks. For the Falcons, I do want to see how really does play on the opposite side of Julio. Yeah, same here. Kevin is on my list. How about the Bucks? I want to see how Jones does. Same here. Ronald Jones. Like Michael Jackson, surrounded by underage penises. It's time for touches. No, that's ignorant. How do you see these backfield touches being distributed here? Alvin Kamara, Mark Ingram. How do you think they split that workload when Ingram comes back? 60-40. Yeah. Yeah, I guess 60-40 sounds about right. Uh, How about for the Panthers, Christian McCaffrey and C.J. Anderson? I think it's gonna be pretty close, probably fifty fifty. Yeah, I think um I think CJ I'm gonna say sixty forty again. I think CJ is gonna have the the sixty on that. I definitely think McCaffrey's gonna be on the field ninety five percent of the time. Oh, I agree. Oh, I think yeah, for sure. I mean I, I think CJ is gonna have like two hundred and fifteen carries. I think McCaffrey gets about one seventy. I think McCaffrey gets about seventy five catches and Ingram gets about thirty. Uh Ingram. CJ Anderson gets about thirty. <laughs> About, thing. If if that is true and they run Cam a lot less, I see I see you're probably probably right on that. Yeah, could with be. all those touches. How about the Falcons with uh Devontae Freeman and uh Tevin Coleman? 80-20. Yeah, I wanna say he likes I'm gonna say 70-30. I think I could see like Freeman getting two hundred, Smith getting maybe I'm Smith. Coleman getting hundred. <laughs> yeah, I've been messing up names. The other day I called Steven Steven uh Anderson, Steven uh Alexander. Too. So I've been messing up my names lately. Old age. I know, right? <laughs> Fucking going senile, man. 
Uh, how about the Bucks with uh, RJ3 and uh, the three other guys there? Barber, Sims, Rogers. Did you just say RG3? RJ3. <laughs> Not RG. Ronald Jones, the third. I'm going to say Jones, 70%. The rest are divided up. Yeah, I'm going to say Jones about 70, Barber 20, the other two guys 10, or maybe Sims gets another 20 and Rogers gets the axe. Lottery ticket pick. One player from each team you think is going to break out in 2018. How about for the Saints? Meredith. Agreed. How about the Panthers? Moore. Same page. Agreed. Falcons. Hooper. I'm right there with you, man. How about the Bucks? We'll differ here. Think so? That breaks out? Yeah. I'm going to go. I think Bray's going to have a huge year. I'm going to go Bray. I think OJ Howard could. I think he's got the potential to. I don't think he will necessarily, but I think he's got the potential to break out this year. Time for some home cooking. The recipe for success, Chef Ramsay style. Gentlemen, today is about consistency. Are you consistently shit? You're cooking in a burnt pan, you fucking dick. You're gonna blow fire in your face, you fucking donkey. There's a language barrier there. What do you mean there's a language barrier? He's speaking English, you dick. I don't give a fuck if you got a thong up your fat crack. Give me nine fucking chops, you stupid thick bitch. That wouldn't even pass as fucking kissy cat. Fucking shit. You look like the female version of fucking Hannibal Lecter. Put your fucking tongue in and concentrate. Fucking bimbo. Look at yourselves in the mirror, because it's a fucking disgrace. You are so shit, you don't even realize what you do. Fuck you. Top five NFC style targets. Who are the five guys that you want on your team out of the NFC South that you would target? Five guys out of the NFC South I want on my team. Mm. Obviously, you can't get them all because they're going to all be in the first four rounds. Oh, yeah, definitely not. Yeah. Surprising, I don't want Julio. Yeah, he's not on my list he's, either. Actually. He's too up and down. I want Evans. Mm-hmm. I want Hooper. Mm-hmm. I want Kamara. I want McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. And I want I want Cam because his draft, ADP is perfect for me. They were close. We got three of the same. I got uh, Alvin Kamara is my no- number one, obviously. Michael Thomas on my list, Mike Evans, Christian McCaffrey, Cam Meredith. I think Meredith's draft value is going to be pretty solid. Winners. I want winners. And losers. <laughs> Man, you are one pathetic loser. All right, how about the division winner and the standings for the NFC South this year? Everything wins the division. The Saints. I agree. How do you see a two through four going? I think two teams make the playoffs from this division this year. I think the Saints, Falcons, Bucks are last by far. Yeah. I got Saints one, Panthers two, Falcons three, Bucks in last. You know, two teams are coming out of there, man. I think, I think, I think it's going to be a battle between the Saints, Panthers, Eagles, and Giants for those teams to get in. Because I think, I think the Giants, I think it's going to come down to the Giants or the Panthers. One of those teams will get in, one of those teams will get out. Obviously, I think the Saints will win the division. I'm on board with that. The ultimate fantasy fampening. Ultimate AFC South starting fantasy lineup. Just quarterback, two running backs, two receivers, one tight end, a flex, kicker, and defense from the uh, (laughs) NFC South. Sorry. Gotcha. Well, I'm going to have Breeze as my quarterback. Yep. My running backs are Kamara and Freeman. Mm -hmm. And then I got my receivers as Thomas and Julio. Then I got my kicker, Lutz. Mm-hmm. Then I got my defense, the Saints. 
and my tight end Olsen. About flex. Oh. Evans. Oh, yeah, we're pretty much the same. I got Drew Brees. I Evans. Alvin Kamara. The only person I didn't have that you have is Devontae Freeman. I put Christian McCaffrey in there instead. Michael Thomas, Leo Jones, uh, Greg Olson, Mike Evans, Will Lutz, Saints D. If you get that team for real, you probably could win the league. Easy. I know, man. Hey, it's a good division, man. You got some talent. Yeah. Oh, definitely easy. <laughs> You got three one number one receivers right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Possibly three the top, of the top three, three of the top five that could finish three of the top five this year, too. That is a hell of a division for fantasy, yeah. It is. Wrecking ball. Wrecking your fantasy season worse than Terry Crews wrecking Miley Cyrus's snatch. I came in like a wrecking ball. I never Give me one player from each team that you feel is most likely to wreck fantasy teams in 2018. Let's start with the Saints. Ingram. Agreed. How about the Panthers? Cam. Agreed. How about the Falcons? Julio. I'm going to go with Devontae Freeman. How about the Bucks? Ronald Jones. Yeah, I'm going to Ronald Jones too just because. He's a rookie. We haven't seen any tape paper yet. Yeah, in the second half uh, of games, I think he's, they're going to be playing from the behind, man. I think they're going to be throwing the ball and not running it. Fire up the prediction machine. Five bold predictions. All right, five bold predictions for the NFC South. <laughs> I'm not going with Evans and everyone this year. <laughs> I'll tell oh, you that. <laughs> that kind of hit me in the face last year, didn't it? <laughs> A little bit. A little bit. I'm going to project in the NFC South. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to project the NFC South and we see each player, each position will be number one for a quarterback. Mm-hmm. And Breeze could finish. No, how about this? I'm going to rephrase this. <laughs> All right. Top five. Every player, I think Olsen will be a top five guy. Breeze will be top five. Kamara will be top five. Evans will be a top five. Saints defense a top five. Did I hit all? Did I hit all position? Lots of top five. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's a hell of a bold prediction to get all that in there. It is. Um, Evans finishes the top five receiver on a huge bounce back year. Okay. Jameis finishes in the top eight, even though he misses the first four games. Did I say all five? Is that four? I'll say Olsen is a top three tight end. Top three? That's kind of stupid because he usually is. That's not a good prediction. McCaffrey is a top five PPR guy. Oh, damn. Okay. Uh, I'm going to have to go like Super Bowl, but uh, I'm going to go. Alvin Kamara will outscore Le'Veon Bell. I'm going to say Cam Meredith will be a top 25 wide receiver. I'm going to say Cam Newton will be outside the top 10 fantasy quarterbacks. Devontae Freeman will not be a top 20. No, that's a little too bold. Yeah, that's pretty bold. Yeah, I'm going to say, how about Devontae Freeman will not be a top? It's bold predictions. He'll be, not be, he'll be outside the top 16 among fantasy running backs. I'll say that one. And Mike Evans will score. I said eight touchdowns earlier. I'm going to say Mike Evans scores 10 touchdowns 2018. Way to go bold there with two more touchdowns. It's a shitload more than he had last year. Uh, <laughs> and it? he doesn't have Jameis. If he had Jameis, I'd say 12 touchdowns. 
if he had James the whole time. I think you're good with Fitzpatrick with 12, <laughs> to be honest. You could be right. Could be right. Boy gets six in the first four games. <laughs> could happen. Busted out like Fat Amy's ass in spandex, Hulk Hogan style. NFC guys, you think are going to break out in 2018? Um, we already did that. We just did that, didn't we? Oh, yeah, we did. All right. Uh, I got the mailbag. You ready for that? Yeah. Number you, one, can you discuss? You didn't even, huh? you didn't even do the mailbag thing. The drop? Yeah. I haven't been doing them lately. I like that. <laughs> Are you going to say we're going to mailbag now? <laughs> she yeah. said number one. Mailbag. Can we talk about the mail, please? I'm dying to talk about the mail all day. They've been asking for their mail on a daily basis. Barney, give this guy a cigarette. He's freaking out. Who? Barney. Who the hell is Barney? You don't see Barney. Oh, shit. What the hell are you? You've lost your damn mind. All right, number one. Can you discuss Kenyon Drake in more detail? This guy looked great late last season, and I feel he's being undervalued. <clears throat> what do you project for Kenyon Drake this season, Rob, and Buffalo, New York? Yeah, I do think he's undervalued. He did rank high in all his, but like he just put on here, his rankings. 4.8 carry, 4.3 after contact, 0.2 tackles yeah. avoided, yeah. 5.3 targets a game. He has high upside. Obviously, yeah, he's yeah. probably one of the guys, even especially where he's getting drafted. I think he's in the mid- 15 to 20 rankings and if he becomes a featured back I think he could jump to a top 10 guy easy yeah he could he definitely could with all that work yeah I agree uh, I mean it's kind of a tough one for me I love what Drake, Drake can do like I said like his upside a lot too uh, can do it for an entire season <clears throat> man it's a machine but yeah I, I'm hopeful but yeah I wouldn't feel great drafting him as an RB2 but I do believe he'll be an RB2 in PPR for sure if I had to project something out <clears throat> damn man I would say like 800 rushing yards, five rushing touchdowns, 55 catches, 600 yards, three touchdowns. That's pretty good. That's pretty good without being a featured back. If he was a featured back, three down back, obviously we don't know if he can do a whole season because he only did six games. But in those six games, he did look great. And he did. His cutting is ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, no, it definitely is, man. He's definitely elusive. He's one of those guys that just, I feel like, might not get the opportunity to run away with a game. I don't know what's up, Gase, and what they do. I think he'll get a shot. But, yeah, I don't know if they want to run him in the ground because the size. But we'll see. He did put on some, uh, add some muscle, though. Let's see how it goes there. Frank Gore, man. Dude, just. But for Frank Gore, it's just somewhere always in the top 10 for some weird reason. Well, not last year, he didn't. No, not, not, that's the first year in a long time. First year ever, probably, yeah. Yeah. All right, number two here. I have the second pick in a two-keeper league. My best players are OBJ, Michael Thomas, Dalvin Cook. The guy with the first pick is keeping Kareem Hunt, so I will have essentially the, the number one pick if I choose not to keep any of those three guys. So should I not keep anyone and draft Saquon Barkley at pick two overall and try to get one of my three guys in the second round, or should I forfeit my number two pick and just keep one of those guys I already have, Dylan in Oakland, California? But these questions are so hard because I don't know who everybody else is keeping. You know what I mean? 
Right. It's ten team league though. That wasn't the subject. Um, if if everybody's keeping their guys, so then he's gonna have the eighth pick in the second round, or ninth pick. He'd be the ninth pick in the second round. So it's it's almost like you have to look at the value of the guys available. Yeah. Is is really Barkley the best guy that's not gonna be kept on a team? Is there players better than him? You know, you understand what I'm oh, saying. Oh, I know what you're saying. Yeah. What, what would you do on that risk? Would you, uh... knowing that all the top nine guys are kept, mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to keep OBJ if the nine guys are kept. Yeah, I don't think you can go wrong either way. You can keep OBJ or Michael Thomas realistically, but I, would, I feel better OBJ if all the top nine guys are gone. Because mm-hmm. realistically, in the second round, you you still have a chance of getting Dalvin Cook or Michael Thomas too. I think. Well, I don't like. I I would I would um just PPR too. PPR, yeah. You know what Beckham's gonna give you healthy compared to what Barkley's gonna give you, so I'm keeping OBJ. I think you're not gonna take Barkley. You're gonna take Barkley before Michael Thomas or OBJ. I'll tell you. I'll tell you why. I think in I would, redraft league. I think I would not keep those guys. And I would just take Saquon. Are you keeping or the best running back available at that spot, depending on who's kept too? You're you know. doing a redraft league. Are you taking you're taking Barkley before OBJ and Michael Thomas in a redraft league? Right now, we do a draft. Probably not. Then but why I'll tell you wouldn't you why just keep OBJ? Because I'll tell you why. Because the, all the mock drafts right now, running backs are dominating the first 15 picks in fantasy drafts. So I think you'll still land a solid wide receiver on the way back. You probably are unlikely to get one of those two receivers, Michael Thomas or OBJ. But I wouldn't say it's uh it's impossible. And I think you're gonna get somebody pretty good regardless. And I don't think I don't think running backs I think if you pass on a running back in that first round, and I don't like Dalvin Cook there, I think you're gonna be fucked coming back around for a running back. It's just the way they've been going on the ATP right now. But yeah, I think either way, you can't go wrong either way, I think. I guess I see your point, but I'd rather have OBJ. Yeah, I hear you on that one too. Yeah, you can't go wrong with that. Uh okay. This one, number three. There's a guy in my fantasy league who offers the most bullshit trades of all time. Every week he offers teams ridiculous shit. For example, he offered me Chris Ivory for Todd Gurley the other day. That's fucking that's a fucking joke. I'm receiving emails daily of bullshit trades from this guy. What should his punishment be? Thanks, Ray, in San Diego, California. Well, I'll start off, Chris. I didn't know you were in another league. First yeah, I'm of all. in several. I, I didn't know you were I ain't doing shit like that. Chris Ivory for... Come on. I know. Chris wouldn't offer you Chris Ivory for Todd Gurley. He'd want a receiver. I'd offer like he, Lamar Miller. He would want two would, other receivers. He would offer Chris Chris Ivory, but want Todd Gurley and maybe a uh, another receiver in return. Yeah. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> no, what I like to do is offer no, a bunch of twos and threes for a one. That's what I like to do. No punishment? Uh, I don't think you should use punishment. Just start sending them a bunch of dumb trades back every day. You know what I would do? I would change his team name and just lock him out, man, for him from changing it every time he sends a bullshit trade. And change his little team icon pick, you know, little little uh, icon they have there for your team. I would change it to, like, a picture of, like, shit and toilet bowl. And uh, I wouldn't dock a points or anything like that, but uh, can't, I mean, you can't blame a guy for trying to screw somebody over. But uh, it is annoying as hell to get shit like that. Chris Ivory for Taco, that's just... I mean, what the fuck? That's just wasting time right there. You gotta take a shit? Take a pick, send it to this guy, man, and we'll... Uh, Get that team icon going. Yeah. What was the time shit went south? When was a time where something went completely yeah, It's just one thing. Yeah, I think she's just asking the same thing twice. You want me to go real quick? Yeah, you guys. All right, number four. 
And this one we kind of hit on the other day with Jeremy. Audio was a little messed up, so I'll go over here. What was the time where shit went south? When was the time where something went completely wrong? Crystal in Miami, Florida. All right, so going way back here. I'm 21 years old. You remember Foster's? Yeah. Foster's before they shut down there. Foster's was a, uh, a last resort shithole to go home with something if it didn't work out for you the night. That night at some other uh, nicer establishment, I guess you could say. So uh, I was up in Foster's, man, looking for uh, something to take home. Met this girl. Just to shed some light for y'all on what Foster's is like, they had a co-ed bathroom. I feel like if you remember that. I don't know. I don't know how often you went to Foster's, but uh, back in 05, I used to stop by real quick, man, just pick something up on the way home. Thank God I didn't pick up any herpes and all like that. Knock on wood, because that shit can creep up out here. So I uh, met this girl, man, and within 10 minutes of meeting her, I'm banging her out in the bathroom sink of Foster's in the co-ed bathroom. Later on, she asked me to, to come back to her place, and I, who was a... Uh, Never want to pass up a nice evening with an attractive young woman. Of course, I obliged on that shit. Fast forward to her spot, man. So, it's probably about 3 o'clock in the morning right now. I'm going in for round two. And uh, just as I'm getting in, man, like literally getting in that shit. I don't know what I told you this before, man. But uh, short dude, short naked dude comes walking in the room. And uh, what do you think happened next? <laughs> short naked dude walking in the room? It's fucking creeped me out, man. Sketchy as fuck. Yes. I don't know. Alright, so the dude was trying to join in. I'm like, dude, I don't give a fuck if you watch, but dude, keep that shit away from me, dude. And uh, so I just finished real quick, man. Got up, got out, invited her to my place a few days later. Guaranteeing that no nude Oompa Loompa would be just popping out of some rooms and closets and shit, man, showing up at my house. But um, that was some uh, awkward shit that um, went south real quick, man. How about you? <laughs> I was surprised you didn't do another part that went really south back in the day for you. What's that, the 07 Patriots, right? Super Bowl Giants. I was thinking about when you went to the concert. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that was a party gone wrong, actually. <laughs> Heard. Uh, nothing like that. I think shit went south. I would say it was with me and you. <laughs> we were all drinking. Drunk history. My life story. Then I came back and that was my ex-girlfriend was throwing my shit over the third balcony. Remember that? <laughs> Adriana? Yeah. Yeah, that was funny. Man. That shit went south really fast for no reason. You had your like spring wardrobe just scattered all over the floor yeah. on there, yeah. Yeah, that was that was some south shit. Cause you go go uh, have a nice weekend, come back and your shit's just laying. I think that was in the night where yeah, everything so. went wrong too, where we went around the corner for some reason your door didn't close that you fell out of the car too. I think that was all in the same night. Yeah, that was your car, man. Uh that the door just fell. The up. door the door <laughs> because we were drunk and you probably didn't close it. That went south and shit went wrong. Yeah. Yes it did. Alright, number five. Right now. Who do you think has the most upside that no one's talking about in football, fantasy football? I think, oh, Q- oh, sorry, QB, running back, wide receiver, tight end, I guess one from each position. Thanks, Michael in Midtown Manhattan. I'm going to go QB right now. I think uh, Tyrod Taylor's flying under the radar a lot. I know a lot of people have hype on Baker Mayfield. Might be. Yeah. I think he's flying under the radar pretty big. For tight end, I'm going to go Austin Hooper. I think you're right there on board with me. He's flying under the radar a lot. Mm-hmm. I think running back Joe Williams, no one's talking a lot about him in San Fran. And he was pretty much out there and would look was going to take over all the role, but then he got hurt preseason last year, so I think that might be a good opportunity for him. Mm-hmm. Um, wide receiver. For the receiver, I'm going to actually say this is crazy, but I think Emmanuel Sanders 
I think probably you could do the duo with him and Demarius. I know you're not high on Keenum, but if Keenum can, can kind of produce, look how good uh, Thielen and, uh, did pretty last year. And uh, I think Sanders could be a sneaky play this year, late round draft pick for you. Yeah, I agree, man. Actually, when you were gone, I uh, was actually talking, saying that Emmanuel Sanders is going to be the Adam Thielen in that Denver offense this year. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be like Adam Thielen, but I think he's going to have a better year than Mary Thomas. And I think it'll be like a like a wide receiver two for sure. High I think two. The two two tight ends I could kind of throw out there. I think uh, Hooper, but I think people are starting to get on Hooper from the Falcons. And I think Aseki from the Dolphins with his body build. Yeah. And people were on him, now they're off. So I think them, them two guys are probably both late-round flyers. But I think Hooper, the more the season gets closer, people are going to start boosting him up a lot. So Kaseki might be a better late-round pick. Because mm-hmm. someone's going to have to catch the ball there. Yep. Landry had 100 targets a year. That's gone. And yep. that was uh, Tannehill's boy. So who's the next man up? Probably Kaseki. Yeah, I think you could be right, man. I like him a lot, too. Uh, for me, I'm going to run down some quarterbacks, running backs, receivers, tight ends here. I got Eli Manning, I think, still getting overlooked a little bit. Mr. Bisky starting to get some steam now, but another guy that could uh, be a nice boom play this year. Kenyon Drake and Sonny Michelle, two running backs that I think are still kind of flying under the radar. Sonny Michelle, people are, he's so polarizing right now, man. Some people love him, some people don't want nothing to do with him because of the Patriots' backfield. Uh, receivers, I like Marquise Goodwin, dude, nobody's really talking about here. Um, shit, man, when Jimmy G took over, he had 100 yards almost every game. Emmanuel Sanders, like you said, is another one on my list. And Robbie Anderson as well. Especially if Sam Darnold gets the gets the job there. And looks like Jermaine Kirsch is on the way out too. So um like Robbie Anderson. And tight ends, Ricky Ricky Seals Jones, even Boy. though he's probably gonna be suspended. Yeah, dude, I think he's gonna I think he's gonna be a top twelve fantasy tight end this year. Possibility. Yeah. David Njoku is starting there. to get steam now. Jack Doyle. Is being drafted as a 12th tight end right now in mock drafts. Man, that's just crazy. Yeah. I think he was number seven last year with Jacoby Brissett. Yeah. All right. Number six. Rank these running backs. Joe Mixon, Demonte Freeman, Jarek McKinnon, Derrick Henry, Marlon Mack, Jim in Fort Wayne, Indiana. I don't know what we're ranking them. I guess he just wants to know about those guys. PPR, I'm assuming. Yeah. Freeman, McKinnon, Henry, Mixon, Mack. Um, I'm going to change one thing. I'm going to go Freeman 1, Henry 2, McKinnon 3, Mixon 4, Mac 5. Still not buying that McKinnon hype, man. He, he was never a good running back. I was talking about him last week, too, at Worm, man. McKinnon, when AP went down and the time he got suspended, who the hell stepped in? Remember, I was high on McKinnon back then. I was like, man, this dude's spark score is so good. Asiata crushed it. Yeah, man, Asiata. I went up and picked McKinnon right away. You got Asiata. I was talking shit that first week because McKinnon had some good runs to the outside, and then he didn't do shit the rest of the year. McKinnon can't run the ball, man. He uh, he'll he'll produce in PPR as an RB two, mid level, low end RB two. I see McKinnon as a player like Lewis in uh, White for the Pats. He can't run like Lewis though. Maybe like James White. We're talking about on the backfield catching balls. Yeah, he can do that, but he, he can't run the ball though. I don't know, I'm not, I'm not high on McKinnon at all, man. All right, number seven. It's late July and Des still hasn't signed. Where the hell is he going to end up? Or is he done? Jason and Van- in Vancouver, oh, he's, Washington. He's definitely going to go somewhere. Yeah, he definitely will. To That's where? Really hell of I know. Probably, uh, probably Philly. Wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I'll, I'll rank my, my top five spots for him. I think Carolina, Houston, uh, Green Bay, Seattle, Redskins, maybe even. I think there's some teams that he could uh, wind up going. 
I think if he goes to Green Bay and has Aaron Rodgers as his quarterback, he might need to go to Green Bay. He he's gonna by far have the best quarterback he's ever played with, even though Romo tunnel vision him, but with the ball's gonna be and stuff like that, I just get worried about how Rodgers throws that ball. He might be used to catch a ball like that. Oh, it doesn't be good if he goes there, man. Look, look like we said uh, not long ago, we touched on uh, James Jones and he went back to Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers. But it's different touchdowns. though. Like Dez had the dropsies a lot. And with Roger Stone, that ball, how hard he throws it, he could have the... Yeah, but James Jones had the cutsies, man. Raiders and the Giants cut his ass. Yeah. He goes to Green Bay. Is it 13 or 16 touchdowns? It's one of those two numbers. I can't remember. Yeah. It was 16, wasn't it? Something crazy. Yeah. Three in his first week. But, um, yeah. That would be a great spot, though. Oh, if he went into Green Bay, that'd be a great spot. Yeah. All right, next one here. One keeper league, half point PPR. Who would you keep out of these? Melvin Gordon for my second round pick. Juju Smith-Schuster for my fourth. Russell Wilson for the sixth, Ajayi for the seventh, or Deion Lewis for the eighth, John in Austin, Texas. Gordon for my second pick over or second round pick. Mm, you know, I'm kind of, I used to, I like Gordon a lot. I did. I'm kind of off that Gordon train. I know a lot of people are high on him, man. I think he's going to be like Le'Veon Bellish of years past. But uh, I'm going to go with Jay Ajayi in the seventh round. I think that's really good value because he's going to be the bell cow there. I think that's, I don't think Melvin Gordon and Jay Ajayi can be that far apart this year in fantasy. And it's a five-round difference. I'm going to go with the Jai amount. But I could be wrong, man. Melvin Gordon could tear it up like people are thinking. But I just don't think he is. I like taking Gordon because he's a top eight pick. And you're taking him in the second round. Well, it depends where he's drafting too, though. I'm definitely not keeping Juju or Russell Wilson or Deion Lewis. Yeah, yeah, definitely not. Those three are definitely eliminated. Yeah. I can't believe you drafted Juju in the fourth round last year. Uh, I'm not sure if he did. Some some keeper leagues, they do it based on... Uh, okay, two rounds. He drafted him like in the sixth. Six because it looks to me like that's going to be their their upcoming ADP or something like that. As it looks like to me, but oh, okay. I don't know. All right, next one. When was the time you thought for sure this was it? You were going to die, Maggie in St. Louis, Missouri. When I got T-boned by a drunk driver and I saw him coming right at me when I was at a stop sign, I thought I was done. You was on the bike? No, when I was in my car. Oh, okay. Um, this was tough for me. To, uh, but I did come up with one of them here. So back in college, man, I mistook some ADD medicine, uh, a.k.a. amphetamine for uh, Percocets. And um, I have two slip discs in my back. So uh, I popped five of them. And like a dumbass, I got so jacked, man. I was so amped at first that uh, I had like a mass. Then I had all of a sudden, man, I had like a massive case of like cold sweats, feeling sick as hell, man. Shit spinning. He took some adrenaline. <laughs> Uh, oh my god, dude! Amphetamine, like five of them shits. Uh, I don't know how many milligrams it was. I don't know, but uh, dude, I can feel my heart beating on my chest. And I was like, man, this is it. This is how I'm gonna go. I started writing a letter, man. Just let, let I started writing a letter, letting anyone know, whoever found me, that uh, this was an accident, not a suicide. And uh, I had to get my shit in order before I checked out, man, because I did not want people thinking that dude committed suicide on some damn ADD pills, man. I was, I was like, oh my god, this is fucking terrible. Yeah, I can imagine that. Last one here, man. What what is the dumbest way you've ever injured yourself and see, or seen someone else get hurt, and or I guess whichever. Josh in Glenville, Illinois. Um, I can say the dumbest way I've ever hurt myself is probably six. I don't know how long. Six, seven. Who knows? Years ago, it was, we had a Subo party and it was like four in the morning. We're all drinking, and then we we're seeing who could do the most random things to open bottles. And me, I was like, I can do it with a can opener. And I had the pop lid. I had the little circle thing on my hand. Slice it wide open. I have a huge... I still have a scar there. 
I didn't even go to the hospital. I just put super glue on it. <laughs> it was glued it back together. Kept drinking. Oh, man. I thought you were going to go with the... Uh... Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, I couldn't do it. I would have said that. Gotcha, gotcha. You see what I'm saying? No, yeah, yeah. Was the number one. Um, I gave my answer the other day on the show, and uh, it actually came out clearer than the other one. So uh, let's see about that. But I'll just say this. I'll just give you a quick recap of what it was, man. So I was 19, working at Blockbuster, had a manager count until end of the night, and uh, dude was sitting on a stool. I don't know if I told you this. When the stool broke, one of the stool legs shot up right up dude's ass, tore his asshole open. Ooh, yep, yep. It was nasty, man. Like bloody stool, no pun intended, but that shit was a double entendre right there because that was below the floor. I never saw that dude again after that, man. He definitely quit. He never came back to work. Probably sued him. You know, I got a good one too. Another good one is when I was uh, in high school and I was working on American Eagle, we would have shelves in the back and they always say, don't stand on it. I was like buck 85. I was like, I can stand on this shelf to climb up to get a couple shirts. So I did. The shelf snapped, my leg fell, and I got a huge gash. I had to get 22 stitches in my meat. And a bunch of stitches on my leg. It looks like I have a big shark bite on my left leg, left foot, or left leg. That was a pretty dumb one. As seeing someone get hurt, there's been multiple things of seeing someone get hurt. I think the best one we ever see when getting someone hurt is when uh, that Dolphins broke uh, the Patriots cornerback a long time ago. Broke his ankle. Remember that? Like snapped it in that. Or it was the Bills? Remember the guy? What? Uh, he did that cut. I don't know if we can count that. You remember oh, Gordon Hayward last year? She was pretty nasty. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, she was. Remember, remember when he was the Bills, the the Dolphins running back came out and juked, and the guy's ankle just really oh, and the kick return, right? No, it was the Bills cornerback. Oh, okay. <laughs> it just snapped. But we also gonna see. Uh, we're looking for something dumb like that. We were hanging out with somebody and did something dumb. Trying to think. Um, it's so hard, like seeing so much dumb shit in our life. Yeah. And I was also thinking too that dude from Louisville. Oh, oh, guy. oh yeah. Paul George on him. But uh somebody I know who got fucked up by that. Let me rank. Let's see. I saw a funny ass uh, car accident one time. I was walking down the street, man, it's actually on far still a few years back. Oh, probably about ten years back now. And uh <clears throat> so it was this young teenage dude, man, driving an old beater, a little shit box. And um <clears throat> So the dude's screaming out his window. He's, only, he's going about 35 miles an hour. He's like going super fast. But he's screaming out his window. My brakes aren't working. My brakes aren't working. And the fucking light's red. So dude plows into this guy in uh, in front of him, man. Dude couldn't, didn't have time to get out of the way. He sucked. As soon as he makes impact, man. Cars, well, his, his car wasn't too bad. It was on old things, man. So it held up all right. But uh, anyways, smoke and like some liquid shit shot into him, man. Like over his face. As soon as he made impact, dude gets out of the car. And you just see, like, smoke coming out of his hair and shit and, like, fucking liquid. He's, like, screaming and shit like that, man. I don't know what the other liquid was, but, um, didn't look too pleasant. But I was laughing. Yeah, I could actually double down with you on that. I would say, um, for you, same thing as a car wreck. I was at a gas station. This kid walked out in front of a truck going 45 miles an hour, and he got hit and probably threw 30 feet in the air and, uh, and got his shoes knocked off. It was crazy. Damn. He lived? Yes, but he was fudged up <laughs> pretty bad. I think he was on drugs. Damn. So next week, we got the AFC and NFC East in part three of the Division of Vision. Check out FantasySportsStudios.com for all things fantasy football and fantasy sports. Whether your business needs marketing, search engine optimization, graphic design, web design, and development, 
video editing, promos, commercials, voiceover, and more, check out Kevin Casey Studios, the one-stop media shop. Visit fantasysportstudios.com, click on the sponsors page to be connected to Kevin Casey Studio Productions. I also want to talk to you guys briefly about Fanatic, a brand new company specializing in fantasy sports analytics. Check out fanatic.io. That's F-A-N-A-T-I-Q.io. And get into their beta system testing for the 2018 season. Also, head over to fantasysportstudios.com and click on the Patreon page to join our premium membership. Membership starts as low as $5 a month. Till next week, have a great week. See ya! Peace. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Flex. Subscribe on iTunes and Google Play Music. Visit FantasySportsStudios.com to get your fantasy sports fix and interact with the show. Email the show at TheFlex at FantasySportsStudios.com. Studios.com.